Hello everyone. Today I'm talking about the start of my fitness journey and how I went from one extreme to another with regards to my eating and nutrition and found myself with what I would say is orthorexia. And if you're not sure what orthorexia is, it's basically obsessive behavior that you fall into in the pursuit of health and a healthy diet. And when I first started my fitness journey, I do have a podcast on this as well. But when I first started, I was committed to 12 weeks of working out and meal prepping. And in that 12 weeks, I committed to not eating out at all. That meant every single meal I was going to eat was one that I had made myself, one that I knew had quote unquote clean foods, was healthy, didn't have any junk food in it. And because of doing this, I kind of worked my way into, I'd say, a really negative relationship with food, but in a newfound way. I'm quite open about the fact that I have struggled with dieting and been someone who has yo-yo dieted for a very, very long time since my teenage years. And so while in the past, my actions and everything were extreme with regards to food, this was kind of something new for me because I had never been so obsessed with eating healthy that I didn't see it as a problem. If anything, I was super proud of my actions. I thought I was doing a great job. I thought the way I was eating showed dedication and commitment and that, you know, if you really wanted to make a change and you really wanted to see results, you actually needed to be this strict. And that like anyone who essentially wasn't as strict as I was really also wasn't as dedicated as me. And I think all of those thoughts and feelings about myself and those around me are really problematic because when I started to feel the results of how I was eating and how it had impacted my relationship with food, it was a little bit, I'd say, shocking and disconcerting because I had been doing it for quite a while and I didn't see anything wrong with what I was doing. And I think this is with anything with regard to disordered eating, when it is part of your life and you're so close to it, it's really challenging to, to reflect with, you know, um, how do I say this? To reflect without, you know, judgment and clearly see that what you're doing may not actually be good for you. And I can honestly say looking back on this, I was doing a lot of things that I perceived as healthy. And I think that other people likely would have perceived as healthy too. But with deeper reflection, I was just, I was fixated. I was fixated on eating clean foods. And I, I, I hate that terminology, but at the time I'm using it because at the time that's what I called it. Clean foods. Oh, I'm only eating clean foods right now. And I was super inflexible with eating anything that I would consider bad or unhealthy or junk. 
I was emotionally struggling with moments when I did not have control over the food I was eating. You know, you go someone's house for dinner and it's like, oh my gosh, like I don't, I don't think I can eat. I need to eat before I go. Maybe I can just like make him an excuse as to why I'm not going to eat. And that's, that was really challenging. I also think I had a lot of, um, I don't think I know I had a lot of anxiety around what I would say are forbidden foods. And because I was, I think at that point when I was still cutting out food groups where it's like, Oh, I really shouldn't eat that. I really shouldn't eat carbs. I should cut that out. Then certain foods became forbidden. And those are, I'm not like that currently, but because of my diet history and past relationship with food, having foods that were off limits or restricted definitely had a really negative impact on my relationship with food. And I actually, I'm going to talk about this in another podcast, but I, in the beginning of my fitness journey, I hired an online coach who provided me with workouts and, um, like a meal plan or which was basically just like a set of macros to follow. And the way he set up my macros was very low carb. I think it was like 20 or 22% carbohydrates and the rest was like protein and fat. And so when I was going through this orthorexic phase and I was restricting my food and I had these um, limitations and restrictions in my mind. When I did hire this individual, it really only encouraged and furthered my belief that I needed to cut back on certain things in order to see progress and change. And that was, I, it's not that I regret hiring that individual, but because I learned so much about myself and my needs during that time, but I do think that it is really important that if you ever going to hire someone to support your fitness and physique and health goals, that you do hire someone who is concerned with your overall well-being and is going to pick up on little hints and cues about how you interact with food, feelings that you have, and acknowledge them and either help to clarify them or encourage you to do something more mindful because during this time I was obsessed with always thinking about food. What's my next meal going to be? Am I going to be able to eat that? Is there going to be a healthy option? And the fact that I am someone who loves food, but disliked eating food that I didn't make myself or disliked eating out, out of, you know, anxiety and fear. Those are all problematic things because it is really not a lifestyle or sustainable approach when you can't, you know, eat out, when you can't go to a family dinner without fear or anxiety. And through the beginning of my fitness journey to where I am now, I have really worked hard to find a sustainable approach to how I eat and how I work out. And before I started my fitness journey, I could definitely say, and throughout my fitness journey, I'd say I've had a, I've been on the spectrum with regards to how I eat and train. And I've been from one extreme to another without necessarily recognizing this. I've been someone who, 
you know, goes YOLO and eats everything and everything for weeks at a time and then goes to the other side of the spectrum where I am, you know, not eating long lists of food, I'm restricting my calories, I'm overtraining, I'm working out twice a day and both of these are extremes and neither of them is sustainable or healthful for what I was trying to achieve. And I think this is where taking a step back to look with, I'm really having a hard time expressing this, but if you can step back and reflect and look at what you're doing from an outsider perspective, which this is, this is the hard part. We often look at what we're doing and go, oh, I'm doing a great job or I'm doing a really bad job. And there is no critical lens that we can look through and go, you know what, this is getting me results, but I'm not feeling good about this. I'm feeling really anxious. I'm feeling really stressed. And if you don't have that critical lens over what you're doing, it can be really hard to, to actually realize, hey, you know what, this is behavior that is not conducive to my overall health and mental well-being. Sure, I am, you know, losing weight. Sure, I maybe I look good and I I feel better in terms of how I am when I put my clothes on because now they're smaller or whatever it is. Um, I mean, I'm buying smaller clothes. Then I feel like you're kind of missing the point. And this is the overall approach because if you are doing something that is mentally and physically not healthful, it is extreme, it is not sustainable, like I've said, you are going to find yourself in a place where you're struggling again and for different reasons because I know so much of health and fitness is just finding what works for you and in the process, there are going to be challenges, there are going to be times when you're going, hmm, this felt great for a couple of weeks and now I just, I hate this. And this is always why I tell my clients, great, I'm glad this is working for you. I'm really glad you're seeing progress and you're, and you're happy with your results, but you also need to be mindful and aware of how this current approach is feeling for you in another three weeks, because what feels good initially might not feel good long-term. Because I think initially we are willing to make a lot bigger sacrifices when we see change in progress. And if you're someone who, like most of us, is motivated by getting results and seeing those changes, then sometimes the extremes tend to creep up on us. And we're, you know, well, if we just, if I get a little bit more stricter, if I just work out a little bit harder, if I eat a little bit less, imagine the results I'll get then. And if you're not able to, like I said, step back and look critically at what you're doing and go, huh, can I keep doing this long-term? Am I burning the candle at both ends? Am I burnt out? Am I sick all the time? Am I anxious around food? If you're not taking the time to do those mental check-ins and ask yourself, is what I'm doing okay? Does it feel good? Is it sustainable? you might find yourself in a similar position. And I don't get me wrong, there's always a an exit strategy and way out of this, but I think it's a lot easier to um work your way to a healthier to healthier um lifestyle if you are doing these check-ins more regularly. Because I think no results that you get 
are going to be sustainable if you are not doing these check-ins. And sure, you might lose more weight, you might see more more pounds drop off when you hop on the scale, but if you are not actually able to continue these things long-term, then all those results are also going to go the window when you stop doing these things. And I don't think that's problematic. I think that is your body's way of protecting itself and keeping itself healthy, which is something we should all be so happy we have. Our body is super clever and super smart and always looking out for our best interest. So do the same for yourself and try to make time for those mental check-ins and self-reflection because from my own experience, it can be challenging to see what you're doing and how it's impacting you until sometimes it is a bit too late. But once again, it is never too late to make a change, to shift, to shift to something more positive. And if you are ever struggling with that, know that you aren't alone. It is possible to overcome those challenges. It just takes time and patience, but you are worth all the time and energy it does take to get there. So don't forget that as well. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at justget.fit. And if you're wanting to make sure you don't miss any of my podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much for listening.